Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And a Happy, happy New Year. I love this Christmassy time of year, especially when everything is running happy and smooth like it is this season. It's Christmas, Theo. It's the time of miracles. It's the Signs of Wine podcast. I'm not drunk. Are you sure? With your host, Jordan Tucker. I'm tired of everyone calling me. They need, like, a full body suit to be safe. Yeah, you, I, don't, I can't imagine, like, motorcycle racers, that's great. But they're also in, like I said, the racing suits that are, like, super, like, padded and skid-proof. Yeah, that's why they get to, like, fucking, like, lean on turns. They just lean their leg into the ground. I'm like, what if it didn't? Like, what if it just failed? They got some great skidding, like, material. They got, like, I know, shit. but what if it stopped working? Then, got, you're, then you can see your bone in your calf now. I agree. I don't. I would. Never I just do wouldn't shirt. be confident enough to put my leg down. But they have like cat scratch post material as what they're wearing. <laughs> they gets tested by just like throwing it at some old lady's house. They are like here, and then their cats just go crazy. The NASCAR is knocking on knocking on the door. <laughs> Hello, Miss Lady. Can we borrow <laughs> all forty-two your- of your cats? We don't need them all. <laughs> just a few. Yeah, there is always one old lady in the the neighborhood that has like sixty feral cats that she feeds, and you're like. I don't know if you've ever seen the new Puss in Boots movie, but that's one of like the plot points. Is there's an old cat lady, and that's where he goes. It's fire, bro. I've never seen Puss in Boots. I heard it was a good movie. I kept the, seeing... the new one is actually probably a top ten, top five animated movie of all time. For me, that was also Pinocchio. Pinocchio. The recent Pinocchio was good. Oh, see, I thought you were talking about the original Pinocchio, and I was about to just agree to disagree respectfully because <laughs> that movie bores the shit out of me. <laughs> Most most of like that era of Disney movies are pretty boring to me. Other than like Snow White, I fucking love Snow White. I like the old school. Speaking of Christmas, it's, let's talk a little Christmas movies. I, I like the Jack the Frost and like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like the old joints. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The original Grinch, that's fire. Bro, that's one pe- of those. People nowadays, I agree with it. They're like, why does every TV personality have to talk like this? Like, and... At the same time, for those narrators, bro, you yeah, remember they, that shit. Th- that was their that was their bread and butter, bro. They got paid to talk like that. Like that was how they made their living. The goats are like up there looking on like Mount Rushmore right now, like all like the <laughs> Dave and Attenborough motherfuckers, and they're like, "We're better than you." We because honestly, people today probably can't do the voice. Um, I will say. I could probably do the voice. I'm not gonna yank it out of the the thing. I don't know, but they would do it flawlessly, though. Yeah, I think I think I could do it flawlessly. And hell, I no. think I think I don't know, man. I think you probably could too. We're talking about like the. Like, I would know because I would forget to talk in that fucking. That's true, but if you just if remember if that you, if you're getting paid to talk like that, you're gonna forget to talk like that, bro. No, because you're gonna talk like that all the time. That's why they talk like that. Exactly, but that's fine with me. I Hello, do that all the time. Honey. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime. Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 a fire accent. I love the like the fifties core accent, like twenties fifties for sure. That fucking like when people used to box by rolling their hands forward <laughs> at you. You know what I mean? Come here, buddy. It's like everybody talked the same in America up until like the the late fifties, and then then that's when people started talking like different from where they were from. Yeah. But everybody used to talk like that. Every single part of America talked like that. Talk like the Godfather, and you're like, "Come on, bro." They had like little this. kids doing the David Attenborough <laughs> back in the twenties. There was an elephant on his rampage. He takes out the tiger. You're like, "Damn, bro, I'm really getting into this fucking planet Earth right now." 
trying to think. I didn't like the I didn't like the new Grinch. That was a bad Christmas. I'm trying to think of bad Christmas movies because I don't really think of bad Christmas movies when I'm thinking of Christmas movies. What'd you feel about Krampus? Krampus? I liked Krampus, man. Krampus I thought it was, was I thought it was neat. Like it was funny to me. There was definitely funny scenes in Krampus. I can agree. I liked it. It was kind of creepy too. Like it wasn't believable because obviously yeah, because obviously no, no. It's like so far out there, but for like a scary movie to actually get you invested into like a weird crazy santa yeah it, it kind of i mean sense. krampus the thought of krampus is actually terrifying bro like i've <laughs> seen some like depictions of krampus that were like what the fuck man i don't want to be a bad boy this year my only thing is is if there is like i'm cool with krampus being real but you also have to have real santa come yeah, up santa like the called. avengers and come smack that motherfucker but he around. wouldn't he wouldn't that's or, the thing how elite would that be if like Sorry to all this, the viewers that may see this. I mean, you shouldn't be watching this if you're eight years old. But Santa you're is not assuming real. that um, there's twenty year olds who don't believe Santa's real. Listen, bro. For, so, so, sorry to break it to everybody who believes Santa is real. But if they were real, Santa's not real. <laughs> sorry, I'm done with the bit. I'm done with the bit. <laughs> um, you should have kept it up. <laughs> Just keep getting and more disbelief. Start crying, <laughs> crying on the podcast. Um. But if imagine if like Santa and like Krampus were in the middle of like Times Square or like really just like duking it out like Godzilla versus uh, King Kong or like fucking <laughs> Avengers Civil War like like Step Brothers with the bike and the fucking bat. And, don't take responsibility for your actions, and, and then Miss Claus is getting a phone call. She's uh what was his name? Robert. That was his name, right? The dad from Step Brothers. Yes, that's his name, Robert. Um, just getting the call while at work. Bro, uh, literally getting a call at work and being like, they're killing each other. <laughs> you need to come home now. <laughs> Bro, all right. And the thing is, too, he already foreseen that that shit was going to be terrible and was telling her no the whole time. And then it happened. And then he had to live with it. To have the best moment of their life. That is true. In the end, was the Catalina wine mixer not the best fucking Catalina wine mixer well, ever? To be fair, at the end, they like lived their own like separate lives. That is true. I mean, wasn't... Oh, he, no, I don't think he was with the therapist. I think that was a bit at the end. I can't remember. How do we get from fucking... How do we get from Christmas movies? To, oh, because Krampus versus Santa Claus. Yeah. Somebody needs to animate that, man. I would like to see it because I feel like that'd be a good heavyweight match. And especially if you have Krampus real, you need something else bro because you can't have krampus like literally yeah, just terrorizing it, kids well i mean you kind of have the easter bunny and there's no like easter fox so, like there's nothing stopping the easter bunny from just being good you know what i mean there's no antithesis <laughs> no exactly I mean, maybe maybe that's what the the fantastic but, mr fox is really about listen there there's a possibility though that some black ooey like shit comes from like the sky and then it cr- comes down and then it crawls onto the easter bunny and turns it black like spider-man 3 <laughs> <laughs> and then the Easter Bunny has to rip his Turns fucking... Turns into fucking Venom. He has to go into a clock tower. <laughs> he has to go into a church. And smack his fucking head on the shit. And, like, rip, his... and rip his fucking suit off. And that, then... That would be a terror terrorizing moment for the Easter Bunny. Imagine catching that on Twitter. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? The, guy, the little kid's going to ring the bell for church in the morning. It's just like the evil bun- or the Easter Bunny fighting his fucking demons. He has to go to like rehab. <laughs> Get that shit like fucking skinned he off of him. He gets detoxed. I'm feeling a lot better now. Now I'm not the fucking <laughs> Spider-Man 3 Easter Bunny. <laughs> 
And oh. then uh, who, who would be the Eddie Brock in this scenario? The little kid in that goes to the clock tower would become <laughs> Eddie Brock. The dude from Hop. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's got to be the best Easter movie. Not to get onto Easter movies because we're on Christmas, but... No, yeah, Hop's is probably the best Easter movie. Like, Hop's was a, a fun movie. I think, like, I felt like people didn't like it, but, like, it's like... It was, uh, have, it you fun. See, have you seen the Adam Sandler Iguana movie? Uh, not yet. You, you, I knew you told me about that on the phone. I have to go watch. It's Netflix, yeah. right? Yeah, it's Netflix. Uh, it's like it's fun. I don't think it's a good movie, but I think it's or I don't think it's a bad movie because it's fun. So like, okay. I don't really care about the story as long as the movie's fun. That is a, a point of topic that nobody ever wants to talk about. That's why I love Wreck It Ralph. It's yeah, like it's just the, enjoyable. Like if you it, like, it just is just enjoyable. People that, will be like, oh, Wreck It Ralph's corny because of all the video gamer. Who cares? It's enjoyable. Well, that's what see. That's what you think, and that, that, I think that's the thing about Wreck-It Ralph is that you go and you're like, oh, this is a stupid video game movie, and then you watch it, and then it's just like, not only is it fun, but it's like heartwarming. Yeah, but that's it reminds I mean, you of a good is Pixar that a Disney movie. movie. Or is that a Pixar movie? Maybe DreamWorks. <laughs> Fuck it, it's one of the three. It's got to be one of them. But y'all, yeah, y'all like, all they, doing your thing. They, yeah, they all put out like relatively good movies. Like animation is a great a great form of film. Yeah, I think they need to do a lot. I wish people would be more okay with animation. Yeah, because then they could, uh, like, not even that they don't necessarily um, go over adult themes in animation, but because most people think it's for kids, they try not to go so deep. But, like... I think that you really could do a whole movie, drama and movie in animation. Yeah, in animation. It'd be really good, too. I know there's, like, people who have... Oh, fuck. I just watched a video on it about, like, adult animation. Not adult animation, but, like, animation isn't just for kids type video. Right, like, um, that one scene from SpongeBob, the SpongeBob movie, where they die at the end. Tell me that shit didn't make you cry. That shit was fucking good. Last tear. And then it fucking... And then they get wet from it, and then they come back to life, and you're like, oh, my fucking God, they fucking did it. And the boys fucking did it. And you're like, I don't even know how they were ready to get back. And then David Hasselhoff just pulls up. And the his most pecs unexp- are ready to hold him. The most unexplainable shit ever in the SpongeBob universe. It's, it's, no, there's Everything is unexplainable in the SpongeBob universe. Dude, you cannot tell me. Watching that, you're like, bro, there's no fucking way. And then David Hasselhoff shows up and you're like, there's really no fucking way. Hop on. Hop on. I'm already swimming. Like <laughs> the fucking Zohan. They should have had fucking Michael Phelps do it. I'm not going to lie. No, shout out to Michael Phelps. Didn't he just do some great shit in Baltimore? I believe he did. Yes, he did. Um, like, I don't he, know like, exactly what It's like what free he mental did. health therapy yes, or something. Yes, for like something along the lines. That's crazy. Nah, yeah. Michael Phelps, uh, Michael Phelps uh, I don't want to say. Yeah, now I'll say it. Michael Phelps is a great dude, man. All he does is smoke weed and drive while he's high. I remember... Uh, he, he got arrested for that or something? Yeah, he got arrested for it because he was smoking his... I, I believe it was a bong in the in the Harbor Tunnel, bro. In the Harbor <laughs> Tunnel while driving. <laughs> That's such a Baltimore crime. That is. It is so, I got it's fucking like, booked, dummy. <laughs> yo, did you see the Ravens um, running backs on? Uh, the, James Jake, Funk? J- Jake Funk. Jake, Jake Funk, thank you. Jake Funk. Funk. I said Funk the first time for the last name of James. For the Yeah, but he's a Maryland guy. Yeah, I heard that he was like a Maryland legend or something. I haven't yeah, done like the that research is what on heard. him yet. But but now I, I think he – do you think he's going to start this week? No. You don't think – you think we'll wait. So so we're going with Melvin Gordon this week? 
I think he's poom poom though, Loki. Who Melvin Gordon? Melvin Gordon off the Baltimore Ravens. We're talking NFL football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. I, well, obviously, I don't like Melvin Gordon. That's why I'm trying to see if you think Jake Funk's gonna start. I mean, like he was. A, I think I, he was a really good running back, but now he's just not. As... He just. I just. I think he's still a really good running back. I just still think he struggles with ball security too much, and that's you know when you're a running back. Well, right now where we're at, we are the last thing we need you to do, bro, is fumble. Fumble the you ball. You can yeah. literally just not fumble the ball. Because I'm gonna be like honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. Shit. I love Lamar, but I'm almost certain he's gonna fumble the ball once a game and i don't even think it's his fault most of the time like if ronnie stanley or um forgetting his name mccari misses their block on his blind side and he goes to throw that's a fumble like yeah. there's nothing he can do about that yeah there's a lot of shit that like in football right now is like a massive problem and like there's like a terribly bad o-line play like people are just getting other than like there's like there's like three three or four teams with great lines and that's really it like the 49 yeah me um, and my dad have been talking about it. It's like as long as we get out of there with no injuries, like no major injuries, that's a win, honestly. Because it's an NFC game; it doesn't affect us if we lose. I want to win. I think we'll win, but at what cost? You know what I mean? I don't want the I don't want the cost to be greater than. Also, too, let's just focus on like building our offense up, getting to the playoffs, yeah, and really exactly. figure out what plays work. I mean, honestly, I think we should try harder this game. Like, let's say we win this game, we really can like if the no, we can't. Because we see the Dolphins next week after the 49ers, and that's who's... They are the same record as us. That's the issue. We want the, we want the best record now. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Baltimore fan, so I know the wild card doesn't matter to us. To, like, playing that first round doesn't matter to us because that's what we do. But we, and we have a home game anyway. The only person we wouldn't have a home game against is literally the Dolphins, right? Yeah, but I don't want. I don't think we'll lose to the Dolphins. I, honestly, like I can't see that. I, well, I don't foresee us losing three. Like I always, I was just thinking of a WWE move. I wonder why I never got used. Do you know how like the Batista bomb starts, where like they always like kicks him in the stomach, and yeah, he picks him up, and it's like he has his like crotch near his face. Why have people never thrown him up, grabbed their legs, and just fell backwards? What do you mean? Oh, I get what you're saying. That is a that is a move. That is a move. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen it, it's because it's similar to that'd be my finisher, bro. It's similar to um, you get him up there, hold him up for a second. The crowd's like, oh, and he's, boom, straight. Fucking. So yeah, I was about to say, just so we're clear here, you're talking about when he flips them up, you grab them by their legs like this and just fall back onto their face onto the mat. No, 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 no. I'm saying like, do you know how the Batista bomb? He holds them up for a second before he drops them yeah. on their back. Instead, lift like their the lower part of their thighs up, and oh wait, hold up, I'm trying to think how that would work. You could probably toss them up and then like grab them by their legs and just go backwards with them. So the, what I'm I'm imagine- thinking about the dynamics of it, but you'd have to yeah you'd have to be strong. Yeah yeah. So now now I'm this is a what this is a brawler. Now I'm, what you're, now I'm getting it. Now I'm getting it. So here's how I'm thinking. You finish. You kind of finish it with like a bulldog. You know what I mean? When you flip, when you f- like throw them up like that, mm-hmm. they come down like like you know x like body outline face down and then you catch him in a bulldog midair you have to spin around for that though you have to throw him up and then spin around that'd be would that not make it a cooler finisher but here's what i had imagined in my head when you first said that when you toss him up i thought you were just gonna like fall backwards and i was like like a like a suplex kind of but not a suplex really (laughs) <laughs> you have to be like the hawk to do that shit throw a fucking 200 pound grown man like a fucking like, i know donkey you saw, i know you saw the video um who was it 
it was a it was a woman wrestler and she picked up like a, a like a big show equivalent person and fucking like oh, body pressed that. him it was fucking insane and then everybody in the comments is like you can see him holding himself up on her like i'm oh, like yeah. with one arm he's like 300 pounds boss he ain't that damn strong. He's given literally just a little bit of fucking... He's releasing just the slightest bit of tension. But I here's... Right. Let me ask you a question. Fuck out of here, man. Let me ask you a question. We both... Uh, we're both of the volition that we know WWE's not real, obviously, but we still love it. Was there a moment that did that for you? Because I have an exact moment that did that for me. My dad... My dad didn't like it as much. I mean, he, like, enjoyed it. Back when I was like, but he like he's like, man. As soon as the UFC came around, because my dad was like, actually did MMA for a little bit and shit. And he, he like, like, wait, people really fight? Let's do this. Yeah, he just thought it was like more like just like funny, I guess. And I see it as like funny now. It's like hard for me not to because it's just entertainment. I look at it, that's how me, me and you look at it like as entertainment. It's like fake fighting, but yeah, it's, but it's entertaining. But the thing is too is though I also do like I'm not. I hate to say fake fighting because a wrestler would be like, what the fuck? It's a performance. Hulk, it's called a performance. Hulk Hogan would come up to me and be like, is this fake? And, and really like, like punched punch you in the face. <laughs> like no, but you don't do that to the people in the ring with you, boss. <laughs> No, but sometimes they do actually yeah, like, I know. take punches and yeah. they like it actually like that getting so suplexed th- actually fucking is like hurtful. So for me it was um it was when John Cena fucking attitude adjusted the big show and edge at the same time. And I so- was like I was like, Yeah, this is scripted and all, but mm-hmm. he just picked up the big show and edge on his shoulders at the same time like that is ridiculous <laughs> like get the fuck out of here man it's it's so funny to see though watching like the wwe and just even the announcers like people people don't realize the announcers are just trolling like, unless unless they're still they're still commentating were, but they're doing like a unless you were jr because then everything was real to you my but, God, he's got to be broken in half. That's what I mean. It's such a hyperbole. I wish it really he, is. I wish more commentators were like him. He's doing it right. He damn near broke him in half. That is true. Like I want like you to even if it wasn't that exciting, make me more excited. Like be there. Don't be a don't be a commentator on a Ravens game. Okay. Yeah, I, we uh, want the Patty Mahomes treatment. Give everybody the Patty Mahomes treatment. You like, should just be so like so ecstatic to any WWE announcer has to be over the top and like say like kind of like rated R stuff from a PG way. I al- but I also think there's like you can be a great WWE commentator if you're like real just really good at jibber jabbering with your like your cohorts because that's how I think I felt about um. Jerry the King Lawler and uh, Michael Cole because I didn't think either of them were like that good at like being over the top yeah. but like what they would do with each other was funny enough and entertaining enough to well no even them though they still come at it from like a parody perspective from like they like they're like more like businessman like Joe Anik almost or John Anik yeah, yeah, yeah from the UFC they're kind of like him in a way but they're like a parody of that so they'll still like they'll say like the most stupid stuff like they're on a script and like they do stuff for more like funny than like that's what I love about the WWE. It's like it's just, it's hilarious. Fighting shouldn't be funny, but they make it funny, and that's cool. But how many times has uh what is it that dude the the guy with the unique voice he would be like he was like insult the dude in the ring. Oh, but he was like oh he is terrible for that. <laughs> he is not a good guy. Like whenever yeah, I would not trust him around my children. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like damn dude. Well, yeah, you must dude. not like him. Did that with Bozo the Clown a lot, I assume. 
sometimes like uh any any like bad character like I remember they done some like hein- like they'll do like a hein- heinous thing where like you know the move where they'll like sometimes like run and put their butt in somebody's face. Yeah, yeah. Who was it? What what is that guy's name? Why am I forgetting? Is it Rashiki? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's Rashiki. He and used he's to like, do that. That is disgusting. That is absolutely foul. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing up there? When the boogeyman would like eat the worms and they'd be like they'd be like vomiting in the in the booth. <laughs> Fake vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> The boogeyman was a uh, the boogeyman's, or even just like the fake fights and like them talking, like them getting up that close and personal, talking shit in a ring, and then they just start wrestling out of nowhere. And then a ref runs out to the ring. Yeah, like it wasn't planned. Like how, I had, <laughs> and they're just sitting there like, oh, we got a ref out here now. It's official. It's official. This will go down on the books. You're like, okay. Now that we have a ref to count the falls, it will be official. Bro, and the slams are awesome, too. Seeing someone get up on a turnbuckle and then literally, like, that's why my my favorite wrestler of all time, for those who matter, people are probably not done listening to the podcast because, you know, how people feel about pro wrestling. Yeah, we know, we know. You know but head- for the pro wrestling fans. You know the headphone meme where they take the headphones off? Yeah. And like, fuck that shit. That shit's ass. But for the pro wrestling fans, my favorite wrestler of all time is Rob Van Dam. But I did know that for all the professional. The Rolling fans. Thunder is elite, and then the Frog Splash is just so classic, bro. You can't hate the Frog Splash. I you can't hate Rob Van Dam number one. So you're not gonna. He's not my favorite wrestler of all time, but you're not gonna hear me talk shit about him here. You're but not gonna hear me oppose these opinions. He's a, someone's uncle. That, really? That like it was a dropout in high school. Like smokes like a retarded amount of fucking copious amount of pot. Yeah, definitely smokes a retarded amount of weed. He was high every time he does wrestled. acid. And then he imagined him just like quitting Joe his Rogan job. with hair. Yeah. He like like he did like a little bit of a keto in high school or something or as a kid, a little bit karate, like one karate class. And now he think and and then the rest of it's just like shit he did while high. <laughs> he had a trampoline in his backyard. The shadow boxes like fucking closet doors and shit. <laughs> but uh yeah, he's that type of dude. Now imagine if that was your uncle and he like did all this shit, he dropped out of school, quit his job. And now he put on puts on a leotard, an elastic leotard, and fucking knee high boots, and goes and wrestles. And he's a high flyer as a fat man. Yeah, he's like just like the most medium build dude ever. But he he's, is he's, your he's dad. a high flyer. That's what I see. That's one of the things I love about Shane McMahon. Because Shane McMahon's just another dude who looks average, but that dude jump jump forty five feet off of of the jumbotron. Like he don't care. They've been having Matt Hardy, same way, high flyer, regular dude. Like you expect people like Evan Bourne and like Jeff Hardy. Those are people you expect to be high flyers, like skinny sledder dudes, or like Ray Mysterio, like short. Now I like the luchadors. I have quite a different view on um wrestling, as you know. My favorite wrestler of all time is Ric Flair, so I'm more of the performance aspect. I love a dude who has great mic skills. He has great mics. Uh, well, like that's the thing with Rob Van Dam is he would just be like, get in the ring and fucking shoot it. Like that yeah, was like, <laughs> he was too high to think about shit to say. He was, he was like, I'm gonna do but, like three flips on top of you. That's it. I'm not gonna lie. I also like Kurt Angle, bro. Kurt Angle, Kurt was, Angle was fire. Yeah, no, Kurt, the Kurt Angle John Cena to introduce John Cena. That beef was that beef was phenomenal. I wanted to speak, bring this up too because this is I forgot about this topic. I wanted to talk about this earlier. Uh, the, he came out. Do you know the TikTok meme of like his face? Yeah, I didn't. He do something with it. I'll I'll get it. No, he just like looks like angry as fuck. Like, yeah, I mean, didn't he used to be an Olympic wrestler and then he did WWE? I mean, how happy can you be? And then he did TNA. T 
TNA was that that goat on Thursday night. Oh, TNA was legit. I love TNA. Dude, TNA was. Uh, I loved Booker T, but Booker T never being the WWE champion never sat right with me. And then when he finally got somewhat of love at TNA, mm-hmm. but then immediately got the same treatment because of uh, what's his name? What's his name? Why am I forgetting his name? He went to the W AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Yeah, because then Samo- AJ Styles ran, and then Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. What was bro. the one yet? Like Dynamite X or whatever. The dude who would like come in off the zip line, all no, crazy with suicide. the suicide. Suicide. Thank you. That dude was fire. I'm trying to think of other people. I mean, Kurt Angle was a huge proponent. Oh yeah, I forgot that this. Was well, Kurt I thought there was like a Scorpion type dude, or no Sting. Yeah, Sting was fire. Bro, Sting was elite. I think Sting was better at TNA than he was at WWE. I think Booker T was better at TNA than he was at WWE. AJ I think Styles TNA was just a better program for a while, low key. Yeah, they ruined key. it eventually. I think yeah, a lot of like left. Oh, dude, the the tag team motherfuckers, the Country Boys. I don't remember either of their names, but they one of them went to the WWE and had like a somewhat successful WWE career. But they were fire TNA. Like TNA Bro. was fire. They would beat the shit out of you with the guitar. Uh, they loved using the guitar on TNA. Uh, yeah, I was racing. That was one of their favorite they, props. They were, didn't they have like the octagon or like? Yeah, they had the octagon. Like the what is that match called? Eight in the chamber or something? Mm-hmm. No, like, they had, they always had the octagon. I know, match. but like that's what I'm saying. Like that's like WWE's mm-hmm. octagon was eight in the chamber. Eight in the chamber was a fire fucking match when they would. When they would break the glass of the dude before he was supposed to, they come were a little out. bit more like a mix between like ECW, like that, like real like hardcore wrestling. Because um, didn't they come out with that for a while, like un unruled matches? Yeah, they had kids? a lot of those. Yeah, I'm trying was, to think, who else was a fucking? They had a they had a really good woman wrestler, like Karma. Mm, Karma and she, Yeah, and she, she did a she did WWE too, didn't she? I think yeah. She was fire. She was so fire. Their women's division was definitely better. MVP. I mean, he is not from TNA, but he's from yeah, WWE, MVP's but a goat. I love MVP. I want to bring up this Kurt Angle meme because so Kurt Angle responded to this meme. If you guys want to know what it is, it's Kurt Angle. Just look up Kurt Angle meme, and it's the first one that pops up. But it's of like him, like kind of smiling and grinning, but he's like got that lead paint stare. Yeah, that like, thousand yard stare. Yeah, and like he's seen some shit. And he looks like he's ready to just like kill you. Like it's like like your dad when he's like, oh, that shit was funny, huh? <laughs> it's it's literally any tradesman when you mess up, even though it's your first time on the job and they've been doing it for like a hundred years. Bro, you're not lying. That's literally what it is. Um, I'm trying to think of other things, like when you crack an egg and then it gets on the floor or something, <laughs> like that type of look that you get from your parents. When um, we bring home a bad report card. <laughs> When everybody else called out on the shift and it's just your manager and you sh- you show up late that day for like the first time ever, this is how your manager looks at you. <laughs> like you, he thought you were the one person he could depend on. That is true. I never thought about that. Job was do that, bro. I never thought about that. They're like ever, other people call out, so then like they're looking on the response. That that's what they do. They look on the responsible people and they're like, "Go fuck yourself." And it's like, like they take all their anger out on you. You're like, at least like, I showed, I showed up. up, man. I'm here. Like I'm, I'm doing this shit with you, man. I'm in the, I'm in the trenches with you, man. I'm angry at them too. This is what happens when you, <laughs> when you tell them, uh, tell a Republican that Donald Trump might not win one year. <laughs> hmm. It might be time to move on from Donald Trump. This is their response. <laughs> it might be time to find another president. Their response. This is also to liberals when they hear that Joe Biden might not be president too. <laughs> it's everybody, bro. This is everybody. This in the is United everybody States. when they hear that there's a presidential candidate. <laughs> yeah, 
when they're not a choice <laughs> when it's not the person when it's not uh kanye west yeah that is me when kanye west isn't president yo if kanye west was president right now imagine the shit i mean we probably wouldn't be giving so much money to other nations he'd be like instead of giving money away you need to focus on jesus <laughs> like <And> that's fact <laughs> everybody goes crazy Everybody who doesn't believe in Jesus. That's I, I say this sometimes, but like we we need like a less smart president, bro. We need a dumbass to go in there and just like yeah. like sign executive yeah, orders over. Make the, like like a like a Shane Gillis type beat. I feel like, like he's probably like he would take offense to that because he probably is smart, but he doesn't seem it. So well, he is. He's not. He's not the smartest motherfucker in the bin, but he's like he's smart with certain. I feel like everybody is. Smart yeah, everybody with certain has their. Everybody has their autistic, like you know, their niche. Everybody has their niche that they. Cause you've been around the earth long well, enough. You I, gotta know something. I have, I have the. <laughs> I have the comic books. I have the old horror movies. And I have guitar and that, like when you start like you, everybody has their shit that they like. They're yeah, their that passion. they're good at, that they're passionate about. Really, really being good at something is just finding something you're passionate in. Yeah, that is true. That's where you'll excel the most. A lot of I noticed this too, and I don't want to get any flack for this, but this is just like what I've noticed over. This is my experience. So if your experience this is, differs, this is his truth. He's speaking it. But I'm not gonna say all because that's generalizing. But a good percentage of a lot of the special needs kids, they love wrestling, bro. Yeah. To like, what are I mean, you talking circle about? Back on the topic, they love wrestling. Fucking. From what I've, from what who I've talked to, every. Well, I used I to used literally to, set our group with the me and you both. Yeah, I was gonna say we used to just talk about fucking Mark Henry, mm-hmm. the Mark, big show. He, they love Mark Henry. Fuck, who doesn't love Mark Henry, man? That guy used to come to Jabba yeah, Town. We should all love Mark Henry. I, I love Mark Henry too, it, but they like love love Mark. Yeah, Henry. they did love Mark like Henry. favorite wrestler Mark Henry. Yeah, Mark Henry's not my favorite, but I think Mark Henry's a cool dude. And then John Cena's got to be up there, obviously. Yeah, uh, bro. Even I kind of got a little autism for like. No, John, John Cena. John Cena was my favorite wrestler of all time. He's my second favorite wrestler of bro, all time. Bro, I like there's something Eddie did. When I see John Cena run out the ring with dun dun, what? you just know <laughs> that shit's about to. Whether he wins or loses, you're about to see the match of bro, your life. You, you know it'd be that, that watching wrestling by yourself was fun because then you emote in front of the TV yeah. with him. You're like, <laughs> He started doing I'm his walkouts on the podcast. Dude, when but. Rey Mysterio used to come out, I used to and Jeff Hardy, I used to love hitting those walkout emotes. And you like start flexing, you're like, <laughs> you start pointing at the air, guns. You're like, <sighs> if I put a tr- if I put a mattress in my backyard, I could probably do this, bro. But that's the thing though. You see other kids in the neighborhood, and then you guys get into a little scuffle, a little you you know kids scuffles, where like like a, the worst like slowest punching ever happens, and, and then just, you're like, let me, I might as well try like a fucking like. Evan Bourne frog splash off this like the green box in the in the neighborhood. This is how fighters fight, so I'm a fight like this. And so I would like literally like pull WWE moves. Like, I'm not gonna lie, DDTs, bulldogs, and stuff <laughs> like that. But I mean, I got it done to me too, though. Yeah, the worst um, was I was f- I was fighting like somebody in my neighborhood on my trampoline, <laughs> and I put him in the walls of Jericho. And that's not Everybody one of those. Had that's someone. not one of those wrestling moves that doesn't hurt. That shit hurts. So I was re- <laughs> he was real life tapping. And I well, was because like, people take it way over what it should. That's go. what I was doing. I was torquing the fuck out of his <laughs> lower back. His vertebrates are probably separating. Oh shit, we have to go soon. Ah, oh, that's fine, you know. But no, that is, oh, let's wrap it up, though. That is so true, though. When you, like, kids used to really get put in that, and people would take it way farther yeah, back to, like... you're like, you're like, they're like, does this hurt? And you're like, no. And then they hit one <laughs> level higher, and you're like, ah!
<laughs> you're just out of command. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they immediately let go. Bro, don't tell. Dude, bro. I'm sh- hurt too. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> you got to start crying with them. I'm hurt too. No, that's really what I used to do when I was like, like if I was playing with somebody and they would start crying, I would just start crying with them. Like, fuck, that did hurt. Ah, ah. <laughs> My back hurts too. You were the one doing it to me. Ah. <laughs> no, but you hit me with that suplex before. <laughs> yeah, the suplex from earlier is starting to hurt, man. Oh my God, why are you calling me? We get a caller. What's up, buddy? I'm on the, the pod. Say hello. Yo. What's up? Everybody, it's your boy Worm. You have your thoughts on Israel and Hamas right now. My thoughts on Israel and Hamas. Okay, so basically, Israel is committing genocide. And I honestly think that both (laughs) Netanyahu's cabinet and Hamas leadership should be hung in public with ropes covered in pig's blood hey. just to say fuck both of them <laughs> just to be clear <laughs> just to be clear worm the yeah, term nah, is hanged the light of fucking heaven the it, term is hanged not hung i seen a comment on instagram this is not my opinion at all but someone said glass and both <laughs> <laughs> honestly it's crazy hear me out. just give palestine the land south of jerusalem we'll figure out what to do with jerusalem but let's the Zionists be happy because Israel will still exist and and they'll still have Tel Aviv. But yeah, just give Palestine all the land south of Jerusalem and make sure that Fatah gets to be in power and not Hamas. Alright, shout out Matt. Thank you. Yeah, thank I'm you a, Matt. I'm gonna call you right back. I'm gonna yeah, we're finish ending this up now, pro- so. yeah, wrap this podcast y'all trying, up. Y'all trying to get fucked up tonight? <laughs> Come on, bro. Um, let me call you back. I bet. Sorry for interrupting. You're good. You're good. Well, we'll end there. We talked a lot. We talked pro wrestling, drag racing. What's more of American episode? A Christmas episode. We didn't finish Christmas movies. We'll list some off real quick. Um, Elf, great, obviously. Home Um, Alone. Home Alone. One, two. Just two. Yeah. I'm I'm only on two. Home Alone original was. I think it's good, but I two the New York is just so iconic. Buzz's girlfriend. The the. The what's it, the hotel scene is the most iconic Home Alone scene of all time. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sure with the old lady at yeah. the end where like she releases the birds and like it's it's just so fucking fire. Um, like, I'm not really fuck, a I feel homeless like I'm lady. One. Oh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Jim Carrey's one of his best performances all time. Paddington is technically a Christmas movie. Paddington's a good movie too. So I think it's a Christmas movie, right? Uh, I will. Isn't The Expendables a Christmas movie or something? Isn't that what they say? Die Hard. Die Hard. There we go. I. Never seen it, so the how the Grinch stole Christmas is Jim Carrey. How the original How the Grinch stole yeah, Christmas. Yeah, that's fire too. That animation. What the fuck else? You're a mean one, Mister. Why Grinch. am I blanking on all Christmas movies now that we're trying to list them off fast? We said Elf. We said all them. Uh, yeah, we the, said. All, oh, uh, the most overrated Christmas movie of all time, A Christmas Story. The who's the racist yo, Tim? Yeah, that is true. A Christmas Story. We've said this on the podcast before. It's so overrated. Yeah, it's just a um, boring movie. What's um, the one with Tim? Not Tim Burton. I mean, that's good too, though. Remember um, before Christmas? Ah, uh, fucking. What that's a I? Gothic people Christmas. Uh, Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's a banger. Uh, I think there's a movie with Vince Vaughn, but there's also a movie with Tim. What's his name? From the Hope Improvement, Tim Allen. Oh, uh, Tim Allen. Um, um, Santa Claus or Claus? Yeah. Something Claus. Santa Claus. Yeah, there you go. That was fire because that had Jack Frost in it. Mm-hmm. like, And it had a fire-ass Jack Frost. My boy had the spiked-up anime hair. <laughs> he looked like Barney from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> he really did. 
a metrosexual. That's what he looks like. He talks like Ben Shapiro. Actually, transgenders are not real. <laughs> Israel, they, they should kill all the Palestinians because they deserve to die. And that's Jack Frost. That's <laughs> yeah. my Jack Frost impression. They should kill all the elves because they deserve to die and are encroaching on our holy land. The holy oh, land right, being bro. the North Pole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're encroaching on Iceland for the third time this month. The elves are taking over. They kill, They assassinate Santa Claus and appoint an elf. All right, we got to wrap this up so yeah, we can I'm go sorry. see Matt B. Yeah. tonight. We'll get there on time. Absolutely. All right, see you, y'all. Have we're a good night, guys. Matt, oh, yeah, we're seeing Matt Brown in comedy. Oh, yes, absolutely. All right, see you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This is Jordan Tucker, your host of the Signs of Wine podcast, and thank you for listening. If you want to find more of the Signs of Wine podcast, be sure to look us up on Instagram at either Jordan Tucker or Signs of Wine. Thank you once again for listening. And we will be back with the next episode of the Signs of Wine podcast. It's the Signs of Wine podcast. I'm not drunk. Sure. With your host, Jordan Tucker. I'm tired of everyone calling me.